He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. unclouded by hate does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice hello everyone my name is charlie you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer c.e dorset and today we are going to be finishing up our week of discussions about panentheism finding god in everything and everything in god by discussing this in the via transformativa the path of change how do we find god in justice yeah. But before we get into that, if you haven't already, please rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that hear the podcast, the better chance we have to develop a community. And spirituality practiced in community is vibrant and amazing. And I would really like to talk to more of you about these ideas. So thank you for doing that for me. Now, I guess this is where I get to pull out my old saw and say, this topic is going to be very difficult to talk about because in some ways it is. We live in a world that does not contain perfect justice. It doesn't. There are many instances of justice being delayed until well, it's almost too late from the point of view of the people who require it and need the help and assistance. We also live in a world where systematic racism and institutional racism and sexism have infiltrated every level of almost every government on earth. And no, I'm not even going to say almost there, every government on earth. And thus people who need to have someone speak for them to help them in their times of need and struggle often find barriers that are there to prevent them from actually receiving the aid and help that they require. And that's a bit of a downer, but that's the world that we have right now. And we don't have a different one. So when someone is put to jail for a crime that they didn't commit, when a police officer shoots an unarmed black man, let's not always, but usually, it's hard for us to see justice operating in the world. It is difficult for us to see the power of justice working its wonders. And that can be disheartening. In many ways, especially today, I think the Via Transformativa, the path of justice, is one of the hardest ones for us to walk. Because we see governments backsliding on their attempts to actually address climate change. We see children being locked up on the southern border. We see the 
institutionalized racism being reinforced and supported by people in high office around the world. And it's, it's troubling. It doesn't inspire and makes it even harder to see God. But when you look at the groups and the people, the individuals that are working for change in the eyes and hearts of the water protectors who tried valiantly to save all our water from the oil company that didn't need to risk polluting so much just to expedite their crude's journey to the south that actively paid off politicians and changed laws so that they could take away the rights of the indigenous peoples of america even more than they already have but when you look in the eyes of the water protectors when you look in the eyes of those who are working with black lives matters or me too or Time's Up, or any of the movements that are out there now trying to make a difference, trying to change the world, trying to bring to light the greed, the corruption, the abuse. That's where you see real justice. That's where you see the power and energy of God moving forward to make the world a better place. We are here to serve. We are here to help. We are here to be peacemakers, to reconcile all things to God, the Apostle Paul tells us. This is what we are about, the ministry of reconciliation. And when we see very powerful people arrayed against us, it does weaken us. It does take something from us. But this is the power of our faith, that we know that justice is a divine power, that we know that justice can rise up and win, even if those wins are temporary. They are victories nonetheless. Anything and everything we can do to push the movement forward, from the words of Dr. King to the songs of the 60s that still resonate to this day, we have to push forward. We have to work on. We have to be the person that Johnny Cash sang that he was. Listen to that song, The Man in Black by Johnny Cash, and you'll know everything that a man of God should be. To wear black for those who suffer, for those who are put down, for those who are imprisoned unjustly, for those who are put aside and no one cares about. Those are the people that we are here to stand up for. And it is one of the hardest parts of our calling. It is the prophetic call that we are here to challenge the systems of oppression and hierarchy that are trying to keep people down and trying to keep us separated from one another so that we cannot live in peace and joy. So that we cannot help each other out. We live in a world where we could feed everyone if we wanted to. The problem is, that doesn't suit the corporations that own the food. 
And so millions go hungry. Probably billions if we actually did an honest accounting. Because it doesn't make money for those who desperately need more when they already have more than they could ever spend in this life. I don't like being the sourpuss, and I'm not trying to be one. I'm just saying that before we begin walking down this path, we have to realize its difficulties. We have to see it for what it is. It is a struggle. It is a challenge. It is a mountain that we must climb to get to the other side. And we can only do that together, which is why the powers that be are always trying to separate us by race, ethnicity, language, gender, sexuality, age, body type. You name it, there's a group out there trying to sow divisions amongst the people of God so that we do not come together in one voice and cry out for justice. So we do not come together in one voice and speak out against the harm that's done to our sisters, brothers, and siblings around the world. There is a power in this world, a great greed that controls so many. As Jesus said, you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and money. You cannot serve God and greed. It is easier for a rich man, for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into the kingdom of heaven. So what do we do? We have to learn where our strengths lie. We have to learn how to bolster each other, to raise each other up. We have to learn to walk with compassion, to speak with honesty and integrity, so that our words are not easily twisted against us. We have to learn to speak up, to speak out. The most haunting sound in a world of injustice is the silence of people who wish things would change, but are afraid to rock the boat. It's not an easy thing to do, but it is our calling. It is our purpose to seek God in these places, in the hearts of those who are crying out for redemption and justice. As the world burns and war is referred to as a video game where we have the best things so we will win. That's not who we are as a people. That's not who we are at all. We have to define ourselves by our compassion, by our mindfulness, by our desire to work one with another. Jesus gave us but two commandments, and he said that in them they fulfill all the ten that Moses and the angels brought on Mount Sinai. And that is that we are to love our God with all of our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. And that we are to love our neighbor as ourself. And the fun thing is, right in the middle, Jesus said, the second is like the first. So in loving God with all our hearts, minds, and spirits, it's like loving our neighbor as ourselves. 
Because, as we've discussed all week, God is in all things, and all things are in God. The powers of God are in this world, and as Peter says, we are partakers in the divine nature. We live in those energies of God. The victory, the splendor, the glory, the beauty, the justice, the compassion, the strength the understanding, the wisdom, and the knowledge. These are all energies of God that flow out into the world and with which we participate. And we do this to make the world a better place, to reconcile all things to God. This is what it truly means to live in the kingdom to walk in Zion every day is to set our eyes on heaven and the things that are there, to align ourselves with the divine powers, and to walk and talk and live in accordance to them. That is how it is like the first. To love God with all our hearts, minds, and spirits is like loving our neighbor as ourselves, because when we love our neighbor as ourselves, we see the divine in them. We see God in them. There's a story that I love about Saint Louis de Montfort. One day he was heading back to the church and he saw a leper dying on the street. His wounds were open and festering. And without fear or hesitation, he picked him up and carried him to the doors of the church. And he kicked in the doors and shouted loud for all to hear, Make way for Jesus Christ. And he carried him in and laid him on the altar and nursed his wounds and comforted him. Because in seeing the suffering of others, we see our Lord Jesus Christ crucified on the cross in the suffering we bear in our own body, we are united with him in that moment of supreme sacrifice. And if you do not see it, then look harder. When you see the children imprisoned on the southern border, when you see the people denied their rights, the innocent people and the guilty who are shot without trial, you are seeing Jesus on the cross, bleeding for the sins of the world. This is the great mystical awareness, the awakening that comes into our hearts here in the Via Transformativa and the Path of Change more than any other. We stand up, we rise up, we see the suffering Lord, and we wish to end his suffering. We know that one day he will rise again in glory, and we do everything in our power to work for that day, to bring God into the world. That's what we talked about yesterday on the Via Creativa, that we learn to have the strength to ride God living and breathing into the world. And here on the fourth path, we develop the courage to stand up and to not only live God every day, but to bring about the manifestation of the kingdom, to make Zion here, for our kingdom is not of flesh and blood. The kingdom is within us. It is spread out among us, and people do not see it. The kindness of strangers is the path of the kingdom. The goodness, 
the charity, the hearts of others who bring life and relief to those in need. These are the very things that bring Zion here on earth. It is not a kingdom that people know. It is not a kingdom with borders. It is not a kingdom defined by its hierarchy. It is a kingdom defined by its compassion and its love. Its its children are the peacemakers of the earth. The humble who will see God. We are the ones who go out into the world and bring change. Always remembering that humility, always remembering to be the peacemakers. It is a hard road. It is a difficult thing for us to do. But nothing worth doing is ever easy. The power of God is manifest in this world. It is up to us to harness it and to bring it into focus. And when we do, oh, how change comes and it comes quickly. It comes sweeping in like a flood and carries out all that is foul and dark in its wake. It is a cleansing rain that pours down from heaven. It is like the waters of our baptism where our old life is cast off and all things have become new. This is the great changing, healing reign that we are on this world to bring about. This is the great changing reign that we are here to bring peace and relief to the suffering. Be strong, my sisters and brothers. Be brave. Don't let the world frighten you. It can be dangerous on the path, which is why we do not go alone. When Jesus sent his disciples out into the world, he sent them out in twos, because there are many out there who are wolves in sheep's clothing, seeking to devour the faithful. And we need to be careful. We need to watch out. Those that crave our money, those that crave our adoration, Those who crave our blind obedience. These are the wolves amongst the sheep. But we know the voice of our Lord. We hear the still small voice. We do not fall for the pomp and circumstance of the fire or the earthquake or the wind. But no, we hear the sweet small voice of our Lord who calls to us. For we are his sheep and we know his voice. It is the voice that calls us to compassion. It is the voice that reminds us to be peacemakers in everything that we do. It is the power of God that is here to change the world and make all things new. This is the God we serve. This is the God we worship. This is the God present in all things. And all things are within him. As Paul said, this is the God in whom we live, move, and have our being, the very font of existence itself, who, through his divine mercy, brings justice and peace to the world. But that doesn't mean that we wait silently for it. That does not mean that we wait 
hoping for it. We unite hand in hand and arm in arm, and we sing the songs of justice until they come true, like a great prophecy of old. For we know that one day we will not judge people by the color of their skins, but by their character. We know that one day we will not look down at people because they are poor, and we will not look up at the rich as if they are special or greater or better. We will not serve others because it is our duty to bow our heads, but because we know the great lesson that to be first is to be last, and we do not want to neglect our duty. I hope you've enjoyed this show. If you have and you haven't already, please rate this episode in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. I'm trying something new with the podcast this week, and I'm going to be continuing it. I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you are too. If you'd like to connect with me, I am Wisdom Cries Out on Twitter, Seraphic Church on Instagram. I really do appreciate this, and if you have a dollar that you can pass my way, in the show notes you'll find a link to community support. That money helps me to do everything that I do. Money has been very tight lately, but I don't do this for the money. I don't. And if you don't have the money to give, or you just don't feel like doing it, that's fine. That's perfectly alright. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out immensely, too. We have to get the message out. We have to come together in community so that we can make this world a better place. And that's the purpose of everything that I do here, is to reach out to help others. So until next time, may God bless you and keep you ever growing in wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.